your kind words, Rob. Thank right. you. My pleasure. Okay. Good evening, everybody. So really, it's uh, I, it's it's nice to hear to have everyone on the Zoom on the Zoom uh, call over here. Uh, but it's really nice also to learn with everybody again. And this work, the Tomer Devara, is really a not only a very powerful work, but I think it's very relevant to us. Uh, you know, how, why did how did this class happen? Um, in yeshivas. It's, there's really uh, many of the yeshivas study the work Tomer Devara during Elul, uh, during Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur time. And I was really thinking to myself, one of the reasons that they study this is to emulate God. We know that we, during th- that time of year, we doing the slichot, doing the slichos, during the Yom Kippur service, we will say Hashem, Hashem. We will we'll, we'll talk about how Hashem is so kind. And saying that over, uh, the Talmud says in Rosh Hashanah, actually is auspicious, actually is a schos, that uh, we should have kapara, that we should have atonement, that we should have, um, uh, we should be, you know, forgiven for our sins and have Hashem's bracha, Hashem's blessing in our life. And it's interesting that this work which we're about to start, Tomer Devoro, he actually understands that Talmud in Rosh Hashanah on a much different level. He said, it's not enough just to say that, 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 that statement over and over. The main meaning is that you have to emulate God literally. And when you emulate God, when a person emulates Hashem, they bring bracha into their own lives. That mida k'naya mida, attribute versus attribute, when we're God-like, we get more of God's blessing. And the Shlah, who is actually from the great students of the Ramak, of the, the author of this work, Ramosha Kordavaro, which I'll mention briefly in a minute, uh, used to say if you would study this, um, that you'd be, weekly or monthly at least, you, you'd be a Ben Olam, but you'd be certainly a person deserving the world to come. Other sources bring down it's a school of for protection, for good health, the Devei Chaim brings that, that, that down. And the reason is, for I just said, if we're God-like, if, we're, we're, if our lives are emulating Hashem, then God gives us that, that blessing. And a single Shalom Kippur, like it's, we're going into a, 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 another year, obviously on many levels, COVID has uh, changed, uh, but it's still here. And there's so many things in the world that are disturbing uh, uh, and challenging in the world that we live in today. And I, in my lifetime, um, I never felt as close to Hashem, but I also never felt as, that we need tremendous bracha. That there's so many different tracks the world can go in. You know, we always needed God's bracha. We always needed that, that divine uh, bracha from HaKadosh Baruch But I think today more than ever, you, one could really feel that without that, that the world, I mean... COVID affected the world, uh, the world. <laughs> there was no borders or boundaries. And the world itself is, uh, uh, you know, spiritually, economically, you know, with, uh, tremendously vulnerable. Um, and so I think myself, like, how is it that, what could we do? What could all of us do? What could, what could one do in their own lives to better the world? And if actually, we said this in Yom Kippur, um, and... Um, I just personally finish this again. I learn Navi every day, 
actually finished it yesterday, it was the book of Yonah, um, that you looked at Ninveh, and it was all bad. And what happens is they change their deeds. The city of Ninveh, this ancient Assyrian city, which you read the book of Yonah, Jonah on Yom Kippur, they changed themselves, and what was going on in the world changed around them. So when we make a difference in our own lives, we, in, in the world around us, we change our own fate and the fate of the world itself. And what Tomer Devar really is, is, it teaches us how to be God-like, and therefore I thought it would be a, an amazing thing, not just the Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. Most people never learn this work. I actually taught in Amachat about 10, 11 years ago on Shabbos, uh, and I think it was a different time and a different place. Um, I'm not sure how many people on this call heard those lectures at the time, um, but I think it's so relevant always, and certainly right now. The, the author of the work, Ramosha Cordovaro, the Ramak, was from the greatest sages of, of Sfat. He, uh, most people say Cordovaro, he came from Cordoba, uh, Spain. He was originally a student of the Beis Yosef, or Beis Cairo, the author of the Shulchan Aruch. Uh, he was, I think he was 32 years younger than the Beis Yosef. And yet, if you can listen to a good Jewish history series, which I have online, where I talked about the smicha and svat, he was one of the four individuals who received smicha from Yab Yaakov Beirav at the age of about under 20. He was so great then, he then studied Kabbalah, starting at the age of 20, with his future brother-in-law, Rabbi Alkabetz, Rabbi Shlomo Halevi Alkabetz, uh, is the author of L'Chododi, which we sing Friday night. He's also the author of other works, with Amigdalas Esther, and on more Kabbalistic works. He started to study Kabbalah at the age of 20. And he then became the, the, the Alkabetz's Rebbe in Kabbalah. And he had some of the greatest Kabbal- students of Kabbalah were his students. Um, I can give you a whole list of them, but it's not necessary for this class. Suffice it to say, he wrote one of the most important works called Pardes Rimonim, which he talks how the upper worlds go. But this work, Tomer Devara, the, the, the palm tree of Devara, was as a work for you and I. It's a work which tells us not how the divine world is, like Pardes Rimonim is. We're not at the level to truly get the upper world. So we all are at a level where at the level we can to understand how God deals with our world, in this world, the Olam Ha'asiyah, the world that we live in, you and I, and how we can emulate that. That not only will bring us brocha, I think just as important or more important, actually more important, it will make us more divine and more spiritual, more connected to Hashem. You know, I was just having a conversation with someone recently, and just this week I was studying with an individual, and you know, I said, you can checklist all Judaism, but if you don't have a connection to Hashem, if you're not spiritual, you, you don't, there's no relationship, and I, you know, then, then you're missing the boat, right? If you're in a marriage, and it's just a, 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 a transactional relationship, if you're in, a, in, a, in any partnership, if you're a child and a parent, or a parent to a child, and it's purely transactional, it, it's missing the essence. And if we want to have a relationship with Hashem, we want to have a relationship with Torah Mitzvahs, we want to have a relationship with, with our own spiritual, with ourselves, with ourselves. Because if we're more spiritual, we will know ourselves better, then this is a wonderful safer to work. So without, to learn. So without further ado, I'm going to start, we'll start. Um, says the Torah Mitzvah, Ha'adam, a person, 
And actually, you know, the, some of the students of the Ramak point out on this word ha-adam. Now, we usually look at Adam as man, from Adama. He comes from the dirt, as opposed to Ish, in the, in the language of, of the Torah of the Bible, is more of the celestial. Uh, Adam is from Minha Adama, uh, and Ish is the, the talking man, a higher level man. They point out how Adam also equals Adama, that we should emulate, that an Adam emulates God. Right? Ha Adam, you and I, you know what? We're in this world, right? We're in this world to emulate HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to be divine ourselves. Ruishi Adama Lakaimo, it's it's proper that he, he should emulate, he or she should emulate the, their creator. Va'az, and then when they're emulating God, then we'll be truly, you know, we always say man is created in the divine image, right? We're, in, we're, we're created with, with, with a spirit, right? We, our essence, you and I, our, our bodies will change over time, but our essence, who we are, is our spirit, who the, the spiritual person, our soul, that, that is a true us. Uh, then we'll be truly uh, emulating the divine. The Tselem, the Tselem is, we say we're in Tselem Elohim, we're in the image of God. The Tselem is the, the, the physical connection to the spiritual. And Dumos is the likeness, which is the pure spiritual. Now, these two words, to be honest, <laughs> we can spend a few months studying. Actually, Tselem Elohim, that, 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 that word, that terminology is... is found uh, not in his other works and he elaborates on, but for our, for our sake right now, I'm only mentioning that just to tell you that whatever we're doing is just scratching the surface, but that's plenty for us to gain and glean from. Tzalem um, Udmus, that we should, we should be you know, falling in the Tzalem, our Tzalem, and our Udmus, our if we're just, we, if we're divine-like in our physical being, that we have this great potential, and not with the pu'ulas, and not in our actions, not in our deeds, which means we, we you know, man, we're, we are, in the, in the, from the beginning of time, we're the, 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 what God created last, with the intelligence, with the ability to speak, which is the essence of intelligence, with the ability to decide, to make decisions in this world, um, but if we don't, so we, we have this divine touch to all of us, and we have a divine spirit, all of us, but if we don't emulate Hashem, if in our day-in, day-out lives, we're not emulating HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaYu Machsiv what we're doing then is, Chas V'Sham, is we're doing Machsiv Hatsuro, we're doing Kizov. Now, that's an interesting thing. Matisal Salman, the Mashkich of Lakewood, one of my Rebbeim, Used to always point out that then he think he quoted Eli Lapian that there's a difference. There's two languages in the language of Chazal of our sages of lying. There's sheker and kozov. Sheker to flat out lie is when you say when you say something you know is not true. There's not there's not there's no correlation with what you're saying and the MS and the truth. Kizov or Machziv, what does that mean? That means you say something or you do something, and at the time you said it, you wanted to do it. Right? You want, but then you don't live up to it. 
And when we're created, we are created with what the real thing of Tzalem is, forget to most, is with the greatest potential in the world. The potential, each one of us and every human being, certainly every Jew on a higher level, can connect to the divine, can be a divine, spiritual, holy, great, kind, righteous person. And when a person who's endowed and blessed with such a Tzalem, with, 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 a, with a brain and an ashama and a guf doesn't live up, right? It doesn't emulate Hashem. We are taking away from our tzur. We're taking away from not only our divinity, from our humanity, because the essence of man, of Adam, is to adame, is to, is, to, is to imitate, to emulate Hashem. So just, these, just, just two lines that we're just starting off with right now, when, when a person, you know, when we think about that, you know, what, what does that mean, right? We're not just here, you know, we're not just here to, to, to do Torah mitzvahs. Of course, that's the, that's the requirement. That's, but, but it goes way beyond that. If a person, you know, davens or learns and does charity and does great things, and that is not divine, like, they're machsiv esat surah. Right? If you come home at night, or if you're, you know, you're just in the car, I was just driving by my car, and I saw, like, you know, people beeping this and that, you know, and I'm not, I, I was not uh, taking notes of who was right there. But I do know, and I, I, I'm challenged sometimes myself like everyone else, you can be in a car, and you're a good Jew, you're a good person, but you lose focus. You, at that level, you've lost that, that moment, a, a piece of who, not only you are, but you, a piece of your whole essence. A whole essence. That's what it means that we, should, we have to follow in this divine thing. And if a person is habitual, not just in the car for a minute, but their life is that they're not following in God's image. In God's image here is going to be Midas, the mercifulness, the kindness of God. And we're going to see that. Then they are, uh, they have a beautiful surah, a beautiful, uh, you know, likeness of God, but their deeds are bad. It's it's lacking completely. It's, it's as we say in Yish, it's felt, it's, it's lacking. So a person, such a person, in that case, would be uh, their image and their likeness would not be, uh, you know, coexisting with, 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 in the way they should be. That the main thing of the image and likeness of Hashem is pu'ulasav. It's our deeds. <laughs> it's it's your and I, it's our actions, and it's not purely, you know, again a checklist of. Our, did we daven? Did we learn? Did I do this? All right? That's certainly important. Not, that's not the point of this share. But the image of God, right? You know, I know some people can, can hear a share and say, okay, I'll have to be the image. No, we have, we have to determine this. But after that, right, or, or, or with that, the, the essence of being godlike is to follow the way of God, is, is to, to emulate Hashem. Imagine the following thing, right? I know, and I, I'm not getting into this topic right now, but I, you know, I, I obviously when I when I and I'm sure many of you have dealt with all kinds of Jews, the topic of the evolution comes up, and and, and really, the, 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 whether it's the age of the universe or evolution, they're not contradictory to Torah. There's plenty of ways to deal with it. But, you know, sometimes I'll toy around, I'll see the person holding, you know. Most people have no idea why they hold anything, period. Most, even intelligent people who, uh, you know, who claim to be agnostic or don't know if they believe, they never really, never really thought through it. 
So yeah, say a person believes in evolution. So okay, we. So I, I just, oftentimes feeling a, a deeper discussion on the topic, a person said, "Look, well, they're human way looking people." I said, "Even if you would tell me a carbon copy of humans that would look exactly like you and I, it means nothing." Because the essence of humanity, when we say that God created man, was our soul. And until you show me a soul in those humanoid beings, it means nothing. It could have been ape-like. It could have been, you know, again, I, this is a very big topic. I'm not talking about that. But the essence of being a, 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 of, a, of our humanity is our divinity. And we could be like monkeys, real monkeys today, which means we can look like humans. We can even do human actions but we will be lacking in what it means to be divine if our actions don't translate. If, if we look, we could have exactly, we can, you know, we could have twins, and one person could be, person be lobotomized. You could look exactly like a, a divine creature, right? It's very easy to put up a dress, you know. We can look very from, or we can look very religious, or we can look very kind, but that, that's not the essence. Are we doing that? Is that who we are? And... What he's really saying is, you could be uh, a, a, a person walking in this world whose actions are like monkey and not a human. If you don't follow in the ways of Hashem, right, which means you'll have everything around you which looks like that, but it's not. And that is, you know, it's not just tragic, it's missing the boat of life. It's missing what it means to be an Adam, what it means to be a, a human. Um, and again, as I started, you know, if you want God's blessing... We want God's brachas. We need, and if we want our own connection to God, we want to be our own greatness. This is the, this is the path. Lefichach, therefore, roila shidame el puulas hakeser. Now this is like whoa! It's like heavy, heavy Kabbalah, Zohar, Parashimon, uh, keser for for what we need. The crown is there are ten spheres of how God interacts in this world. The highest, most pristine level is that thing what we should all call. Kesser. After that is Chabad. I know many of you have heard of Chabad. The Chabad movement is named after the next three spheres, Chachma, Bina, Vedas. And there's Chagat, Nehi, Chesed, Gvore, Tveras, Netzachot, Yisait, and then Malchus. That we can leave for right now. But Kesser is this very high, this very high level. And the Pu'ulas of Kesser means how God on the, the, the highest level decide to deal with this world. And how he'll interact an interface with everything in, in this world. And then I'll quote, he quotes, Shen, it's the 13 midas of Rachamim. El Yoinas, which, which again, they star in the highest places, removes us Pesot Now, interestingly, the author could pick two different verses for these 13 uh, midas of Rachamim, of, of, of mercy of how God interacts uh, with the world. He picks the verse in Micha. Which uh, we say in Tashlich, which we on Rosh Hashanah we go out to the river and we say Tashlich. That's the verse he picks. He also could have picked the verse we say in Slichas of Hashem Hashem because they they interact. Uh, again, for what we need to know that the verse in Micha, the Mekubal and the Kabbalah say is actually the higher level. It's it's the higher level, and that's why he picks that verse. And this is the verse he picks, which he's now afterwards going to elaborate on and give you and I really a path to follow the divine. But first, he tells us the verse. Pasuk and Micha, we say it on Shabbos Shuvah in the Haftarah, and we say it by Tashach. Mi Kel Kamoicha, who is like, um, I'm going to read the Pasuk. Mi Kel Kamoicha, who is like uh, Hashem. Nisa Avon, who, who uh, pardons sin, iniquity. 
Ve'oiver al pesha and forgives pesha, which is more serious trans, transgression. L'sheres nachal also to the, the the remnant of his of his inheritance. Lo hechzik la'ad apo he does not hold his anger forever. Ki chafetz chesed who God desires to do kindness. Yashiv yirachmenu yichpush avnoseinu he'll show his compassion. Hisashlech that's what we call a tashlech he'll he'll uh, He'll vanquish uh, or cast, excuse me, but in the depths of the sea, all of our sins. He gives truth to Jacob, kindness to Abraham, Ashanishbata, who, who, who God swore to, Lavoseno, our forefathers, our patriarchs. We may cut them in the days of old. That's the Pasuk in the seventh parak of uh, Micha. Therefore, says the author, in Ken, it's not enough just to say it. We should emulate these 13 ways. And now, Nefarish Oysanapoulos, Shiroi Tianabo. I'm going to explain and elucidate. I'm going to tell you something. Honestly, I, you know, I'm not teaching Torah or Kabbalah. This is a Kabbalistic safer to the Gentiles world. But any human being, from what we're about to learn right now, would benefit and glean. And whether we get a lot or a little, we're all, this is, it's so amazing what he's about to explain. I honestly. Um, I'm, I'm going to put this on Think Torah, uh, but if you get the work, there's, there are English translations. It's worth it afterwards to review this, because it, it, the more we transform ourselves in this area, even every drop, it will have such, um, I would say, a butterfly effect in our own spiritual world and the people we interact with, how we live in this world, how we coexist with people in this world, our own happiness in this world and as mentioned I, you know one of the catalysts for me at least in teaching this was if we could all be more divine if we can all be more spiritual we will change the world around us each one of us without a, without exception just like physical COVID could spread from one to another I'm not going to get to the to the science or pseudoscience or fake science what really how it spreads but it does spread in some way some form or some fashion we could spread spirituality ruchness whether it's actively or just being God-like. Actually, one of the reasons, actually, that it says this language, even if you, if you follow, if you emulate God, you will, you, will, you will clear the air, the spiritual all around you, without doing anything. If you're God-like, if you're holy, and you're righteous, and you're kind and compassionate, and caring and patient, as I'm about to say, you will, we will change the world without even, you don't have to proselytize, you don't have to go out. Being such a person itself brings bracha, brings blessing to yourself, to your family, to your community, and to the world. Therefore, ha'achas is mi kel chamoicha, right? Who is, who is like God? Mi kel chamoicha. Micha, the prophet in that passage says, God, who is like you? Hashem, who is like you? Why? What does it mean, who is like you? What is so amazing? What is so, what is so amazing about God that, we can, that nobody, nothing can compare it to God? Says the Ramak, says the Moshe Kodavar, the author, Maida Micha, who said this, Mikel Chamaicha, God, who is like you? He's Maida Al Hayayis HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What Micha is saying, that, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a Melech Ne'elav. Right? And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a tolerant king, Soivel Elboin, who, um, who, who bears... Humiliation, in a manner, in a form, in a fashion that we can't even comprehend at whatsoever how this is possible, how it's 
feasible that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is so tolerant, he's so patient, he's so kind, he's so, he bears so much, it, 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 it's, there's a, there's a Yiddish word, it's mavalarayin, it's so flabbergasting that Hashem could be so kind and so patient. Why is that? God sees everything. Every thought that we're thinking, every act that we're doing, every, you know, every, not, not just what we did, but how we did the context. He can see how when we're eight years old, affects when we're 64 years old, you know, why I'm doing, and, and how everything goes. And he knows everything we're thinking, everything we're saying, at every single level, that which means that God's omnipotent and omnipresent, and His has has has, 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 has and divine providence for in, in every in every aspect. So He knows God is totally totally aware of everything that a person is doing, thinking, saying, and even and, and even before, which which is not our topic right now. Void in rega. There's not a second. There's not a second in you and I. This is a very big Kabbalistic thing. Again, we're just scratching the surface, but just to get what we needed, which is a lot. And we, all right, but there's not a second yet ha'adam that every human being who's living. I mentioned that we all have a divine spark, which is an amazing thing. We can. This is a very big Kabbalistic thing, and we're, this is, you know, and this author has big works on this. But that divine spark is constantly connected to God. We think, oh, there's a spark of, we all have a spark of God. We're, we all have someone looking. No, you know what that means? It doesn't mean that there was a spark was put into us. It's like a battery. <laughs> That's a battery we keep, we go, we're going around with a spark. Okay, no, we're plugged. We're plugged in. Th- that, that, we're, we're plugged in constantly to God. And if we'd be unplugged, what happens when you unplug the, the light bulb or the, the, the lamp? You go out. And if we're unplugged at any second, you, I, every human being, everything in creation, the world itself, we, 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 we disappear in a second. So God knows everything in every second, and He's constantly the life source of everything in every, every second. Now, I mentioned we have a soul. We're, we're a way higher level life source than a rock or a tree or the world, whatever it may be, but we're still, we more than others are connected to God, but everything's connected to God. It's like everything in this world at every second is there because God wants it there. Because Baruch wants it there. And it's here, it's living, it's existing because of this this divine, this spiritual, this shefa, this overflow of Hashem that comes to him. Listen to this. It's not, it never was. It never was. And that second, where a person is sinning, a person's eating pig, right? A Jew, a Jew, now today, unfortunately, there are Jews who don't know better, although most Jews know the pig, even the Jews who don't know, know that pig is a problem, right? But, but they don't understand it, that's the truth, they don't understand what it means, the pig is a problem. You think it's a cultural thing, like, you know, Italians eat pizza, maybe, right? They don't, they don't it's a Jewish, Jews don't eat pig, no, no, eating pig is damaging, it's spiritually damaging yourself, it's spiritually damaging to the world, which I'll get to, I'm not sure forget to tonight, which I'll get to. Um, person's eating pig, and at the same second, a uh, person eating chazer, at the same second, Hashem is giving him life. He's pumping life into the same person who's eating pig, and, and, and we'll see him shortly, uh, that, that he's damaging the world. He's, he's damaging. He's, he's literally damaging the world. He's damaging the connection to the world. He's damaging himself. 
And Hashem is giving him life. V'im Hayosha Adam Chatz B'Koyach Ha'hu L'amnom Imenu Klal And God doesn't stop it. Now, in this work, he's not talking about the gift of free will that we have, which is, which is in itself a tremendous gift, because God could have just given us, made us like computers. We'd have no free will, and have, you know, like, like robots. No, God, the divinity is that we could choose. So here we're choosing, and we're, we're sinning a person, you know, and, and at the same time, God's giving us life. And God could end that at any second. And God has this humiliation. If I had to be crude, you know, imagine, you know, you know, a spouse, you know, let me think of a spouse supporting their spouse as they, as they cheat on them. Well, how about they're cheating them in front of the spouse? <laughs> they bring their, their and, and now that they're cheating on a spouse with a, a, the person who's a, a homeless, decrepit, like, what's the comparison? You're cheating on your spouse for this? And not like you're, and you're cheating in front of your spouse. At the same time, spouse not even just giving you money, supporting you, or she, or he or she. But they're, they're giving you life. They're giving you food. They're giving you bread. They're giving you everything you want to live. Could you imagine? And not for one second, right? God's giving the person life as they, as they, as they, as they break everything that they, that's important. Who might a and as the life source that you're getting to eat that cheeseburger to, or to eat pig or to do to speak lashon hara, you know, to to do something or to scream at a person or be cruel to a person, whatever it may be, right? It's God's and same thing. and sometimes the person doesn't care or is angry and and it's doing things. and God bears. God not just a bear. He's giving you life. I gave you a very crude example. The husband, the wife, they're seeing the person in front of them with, with, a, with a disgusting replica of them uh, uh, and, and, and cheating in front of them and not once and they're giving them life and everything and nothing. It still gives support. Don't say God can't, he's like a battery, he gave it to you and you can't take it back. No. Literally every second, every millisecond, God could pull out your life source, pull the plug. Uh, like he did to Yeravim. We know the biblical story. Yeravim, the Torah, Yeravim was sitting and he, and he got, was warned and he didn't listen and his hand uh, got all dried out. Yeravim, of course, was the, was the first of the ten tribes, the first king of the ten tribes of the Sarashvatim, who rebelled against Rechavim, against uh, uh, Shlomo, King Solomon's son, and he himself took the Jewish people, the ten tribes, first on the path of Intermediaries and eventually led to some form of idolatry. This Yeravim, who at one point was great, God at one point punished him because he was warned. In one second, you do the same to anyone. You're, you, you're doing that? Pull the plug. Fi'im calls that, but that's not what God does. Shakoyach biyado, God has the, the, the ability, to, to take away this thing. You're sinning? In front of me, as I'm giving you life, you're you're literally sitting as I am giving you life. Techata b'shelcha, you want to sin? Do it in your world. Do it on your terms, right? You want to cheat? Get out of my house. Get out of my life. Um, right? He God bears. Now we'll see in the next little chapter how he bears. But and he still gives us. We all see 
we hear, we're, our brain's thinking, we're breathing, we're living. But, you know, I, I, we have so much, so much blessing in each one of us. Even that person, he can even enjoy the pig. <laughs> enjoy the pig. Enjoy that cheeseburger. Right? Enjoy that lush and haram. If you not enjoy today, it's going to be a problem eventually. But it, it, it doesn't even take it away from us. He lets us do it, and he, and he bears with it. And then any second he takes away from life. When you think about it, if you would put this in human terms, I give you a very crude example. I can, the example is not even beginning to explain how severe this really is, because this is, can be every second, and God can give us so much life and so much blessing and so much good things, and we can still totally, totally, with God, as it gives us life, break every connection to God, the relationship to God. Our godliness in, in us. This is actually the Malachi Hasharas. Um, this is a Kabbalistic world called Parakal which is an early, an early Kabbalistic world. They call God, the, the terminology for Baruch Hu, for Hashem is Melech Olav, a, 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 a king who bears. That God bears with us. He bears with you and I and everybody. That's what Micha, the prophet, said. God. Who is like you? Hashem, who, who deals with people in the, in the real world like you deal? And more in real life, if you had a business partner, you supported the guy, and now he cheats on you. Imagine a business partner, you're going to be ruthless. The guy cheats on you, you gave him life, you gave him partners, you two on the street, and everything. And you're like, who, did, who deals with like that? Mikhail, God, who is like you? You give people everything, everything. Give them life itself. And you're giving them life at that second. You know, you always sometimes you're a parent. I gave you life, and it's true. That's why we keep it at the end. If you, don't, if you can't honor your parents, you're not going to honor God, right? You get, I gave you life. But God gives life every second, and He gives life to you even when He sees you right in front of His face. Ruin that life itself. Destroy at some level the, the, the purpose of that moment and of that life. Atza, Micha, the prophet, says, Kel, you God, or Balchesed, you the you are the greatest, the kindest, the person who does good. You have the ability, the nakem, to take revenge. Now, God doesn't need revenge, but the way we would view be revenge. The last life as shelcha, and to, 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 to say the business partnership's over, the marriage is over, whatever it is, it's all over. You bear, and you, 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 and you you're, you're you're this kind king. I did shiash, which is a third person does uh, the, uh, 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 and, uh, does does tshuva. Vechen raising me. Now the amazing thing uh, about this work is he'll talk about how God deals and he'll say a message to you and I. What well, we're supposed to get this, right? We say, oh, that's God. Now you know what you and I should learn from this. Uh, and this this is the beginning of emulating God. This is the beginning of how you and I can emulate Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's how we have to deal. To, to, to patience. To be, to be able to bear means you have to be patient. To be patient with people. To be patient with, with individuals. And to aspire even to be like this. Now, it does not mean if God forbid you're cheating in business or in marriage. That's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about to have this emotion that you're looking to be patient and bearing uh, with people. Right? And you, you should never take your, your, your benevolence from a person. Like, I'll tell you an example I've had two or three times, including somebody 
recently in the San Jose world who asked me a question. Um, this is this is like should we push it? The person benefited from a person or from an individual, whether it's a parent, a business partner, a friend, whatever it may be, had all those kind of cases. And then that person stopped giving. Okay? Uh, I see my good friend, my Yadid, Jack Shevlin, is on this call. I remember Jack and I uh, uh, had a couple of talks about children who are getting trusts or from parents for years, for decades. That means they're trust kids. They're 20, 30, 40, 50 years old, and their 80-year-old parent support them until 50, 60. Now imagine the following thing. The parent at age... Jack, I'm sure, could tell you stories about this. Uh, the kid's 55 years old. He's been supported with a trust baby his whole life. And he's told, I'll, I'll stop at you at 30. I'll stop at you at 30. That still goes. And now he's taken off. And the kid won't even talk to the parent. Hates the parent. How dare they? Now, forgetting everything else. Forgetting everything else. Where is this person supporter me? This, this person, you know, this person gave me so much. Imagine now that it wasn't just that, that the parent actually was cruel to the kid at age 55. You know what? That parent supported you until 55. Imagine now the parent did something terrible at age 55, when you're 55. Even so, when you think about how much you owe this person. So I want you to add something. We, why do we bear with everyone? It's not just because, to Emily God, these are God's children. You know, if that, imagine you're supported till 55 by a, a, someone else and his child bothers you or annoys you or is irritating to you or is not your friend or doesn't invite you. You're going to be cruel to that person? That, that person is, 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 is from the, God's children, right? So we, we, we need to, just like God bears, me and Kilkamaku, God, who is like you? You deal with, and, and not, you don't have, to be, you don't have to point to someone else, with me, you and I, and all of us. We all do things which are which God should just pull the plug. I pull, actually I just unfortunately have to deal with real like children pulling the plug on parents. Right? You can imagine. Do you know what do you know what the mock would say if he would see some parent pulling a child pulling a plug on a parent because they want the will, they want the trust, they can't watch, you know, they they, they can't bear a little more. Um, and that, you know. So you know, one thing for us is to look to be um, uh, to, 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 to bear, to bear. We, that, that's to be God-like, to look at people. Now, in the next chapter, I, I, I'm tempted to do it tonight, but I don't want to do it. I just, as I'm thinking, I plan to do it, but I'm going to hold it. Cause I, I, I'd rather do a little bit less and have time to focus on what we're doing. But the next chapter, he's actually going to talk about, he's going to elaborate on everything we just said. And he'll actually elaborate much more on how we should bear with people and how we should interact with people. But suffice to say, for today, is to think about Michal Malichal. Michal says, "God, who's like you?" Right? We want to be. We want to be God-like. Who? Who is like Hashem? Who could look at the world, and not just, not just you, not, and everyone in the world, everything in the world, and say, "I'm going to give it time." He's, next chapter, I'll talk about tshuva, repentance, and time. You know, but but when we live in the world, if we want to be God-like, that's our starting point. Who is like God? God bears with people, with things, all the time. And if we want to be kind and compassionate and caring and loving and, and have a true love for our fellow Jew and for, for humanity as a whole, that the, the, the only way a person can be consistently away. This, by the way, if a person does this in their interpersonal relationships with their children, with their parents, siblings, friends, neighbors, it's a different world. A person lives differently. As I said, when we, em- when we emulate God, right, it does not mean, I'm not going to talk about it right now, 
being a sucker and being taken advantage of. It means sometimes being willing to to, to take a loss. That that, that does mean, but it does not mean to be a, a, a nebuch. But it means that our starting point is divine and to emulate Okay, we're gonna hold here. I really intend to do the next chapter, but I, I don't. I think it's smarter not to, um, for, for multiple reasons. So we will pick up uh, the same time and place uh, next week. Any questions before on this before I we jump off? You can also. Yes, Rick. yes you have a question. I have to ask questions, of course. Is it okay to? I understand this, this, you know, tolerating and helping and continuing all that. But is it okay to tell the person, you know, the way you're behaving, it's not acceptable. You know, I'm going to continue to support you, and this and the other. But you can do better. To encourage them to change, why should we not get them to change? Uh, so uh, there's there's two aspects. So I actually I don't want to talk to you about particular. Just you know, you, if you're asking, you know, there are if it's your children or relative, if you if you could change them and educate them, of course you should. But still, it's not... Okay, I'm going to be frank. Uh, you know, when you deal with parents and children, okay, when you pop, most people, they pot your kid, it's not... They're angry. <laughs> they're upset. Or they cut off the kid, they're upset. Or if they have a sibling, it's, they're affronted, or they, they are, they're bothered about something that happened, and they want them to change because they're bothered. That is not what he's talking about. You're really got, you care, if you want to change people, it has nothing to do with you. It's not because... You know, I once said this story that someone I know was a rov, he was in yeshiva many years earlier, and he was by a board, and, and somebody got, got all upset. Why? Because their sign was covered by someone else's sign. Now, that happens every single day. This, it was in Lakewood Yeshiva. There's a thousand signs. It happens every day. And this guy says, what chutzpah? Somebody covers a sign. I'm so upset. If I find out the person, I'm going to tell him off. Happened to be that it was his sign that was covered. Now, their sign's covered there every day. Why does this person want to tell him off? Because it's his sign. If you want to change a person, great, but it can't be out of your own anger, pettiness, upsetness, frustration. The, the, no matter what, the starting point is this, to emulate God. We are bearing. Now, it could be the, the, kind, the kind thing for that person, not for you, for that person is to help them. But I will say one thing. You could see many righteous people, when they felt a person could not be changed, it's actually the Talmud says as well, they would go out of the way to do kindness to the person who were not necessarily kind to them. Because sometimes a change happens by you yourself being more holy. They can see that in you. And other times, you're right, you have to tell people. You know, Thank you. I, I, do you understand yeah. what I'm saying, though? Am I, is it clear? Yes, I, I do understand, right. yeah. Any other Thank questions? You. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you, everybody. It was so, so 